Welcome to the Harvest House Church Sermon of the Week podcast. Our vision is to empower each person to know God, experience freedom, and discover their purpose to make a difference. Enjoy the message from this past Sunday. Amen. Amen. All right. Good morning. So good to see you. Welcome to our online community. We're so glad that you've joined us. And we're going to continue with part three of our Divine Health series. So I got a lot of information, so I got to dive right in. This is going to be fun today. So um, if you're joining us, you maybe hadn't been around, this is part three of our Divine Health series. And, you know, with COVID-19, our world, everybody knows it's turned upside down. So what we're doing is we're looking at just giving you practical ways to empower you in the area of health. And this scripture is our theme scripture. I think it's a really good scripture. It says, now may the God of peace, this is 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, may the God of peace make you holy in every way. Make your spirit, your soul, and your body. In other words, the spirit, we're going to talk about spiritual health today. Uh, your soul, we talked about mental health the last two weeks. I hope you were here. Really looked into cognitive behavioral therapy, all kinds of stuff to do to help you get through it. And then your body, after we talk about spiritual health, we'll be talking about physical health and stuff like supplements, stuff like the way you eat, working out. So we're going to dive right into that. So again, you heard me say today, I want to talk about spiritual health. And I I want to call this teaching today, I call it spiritual entanglement. And so uh, I'll just give you a little bit of a... A precursor here, I'm going to geek out on some science and some quantum physics. Any physics fans out there, physics majors, whatever, okay. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to geek on that. You know, Jesus talked a lot in parables, so he gave examples in the natural, and then he applied it to the spiritual. So that's what I'm going to do today. We'll give you an example in the natural of how science is really just, man, in so many ways, verifying all that we know in the scripture. So let's just get started with this one. Uh, Genesis 2, verse 7. This is the very first book of the Bible. And what happens is God makes humans. He makes humans. He says, The Lord formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed in his nostrils the breath of life. We see two substances that God used. He used the dust, we could say the clay, the breath, the breath and the clay. So you are made out of two substances. The dust represents the natural world, this world that we're in right now. But you also have a spiritual world. And he breathed in you the things of the spirit. Now, unfortunately, we've been conditioned to believe that the external world is all that is actually real. You know what you can see through your eyes and hear and through your ears and touch, you know, your five senses, that that determines reality. But let me tell you, there's much more going on. You are a spiritual being. That scripture right there just shows it to you that you are a spiritual being. So it's super amazing, man. I I love quantum physics and I'm not like super scientific at all. I just geek out on it. You know what I mean? So I love quantum physics, but in quantum physics, we are seeing some amazing things happen. It actually says through our, our understanding that it's the unseen world that determines what the seen world's going to be. So what is quantum physics? In case somebody doesn't know, quantum physics, basically it describes the properties of matter and energy at an atomic or subatomic 
level. This is like bio class for a little bit here. You know, it's the atom, it's the protons, neutrons, quarks, all those kind of things. That's, that's what we're talking about today. So that's what quantum physics says. And quantum physics says this, we've discovered that all matter, like let's just take this stand, is full of atoms and, and, and those things I described, protons, neutrons, and all that. And this is what holds this thing together. So atoms is kind of what holds your body together and anything that you can see. We know atoms form molecules. Molecules, what do they do? Form uh, particles. And it, again, it just holds all substances together. Now, it's amazing. These quantum properties, they don't actually really behave according to the traditional laws of physics. Quantum physics has shattered the way we looked at the universe. In order to understand the universe, we used to try to find out how big it is, like in the heavens, go up there and see what's there. Now, in under, to understand where we came from, origins of life, the universe, we're looking at how small it is into that nano world, if you will, in such a way. So it's amazing that through quantum physics, we see that, we, we understand that everything we see is made up of things we cannot see or cannot understand. This scripture just verifies, man. The Bible's been saying this all along. It's so cool. I'm going to really get excited. So here we go. Hebrews 11:3. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Awesome. Awesome. The Bible's been saying this all along. Now, here's something I want you to understand about atoms. Atoms are super hyperspatial. What do I mean by that? It means there's a lot of distance between them. So if we were going to compare the ratio of atoms to real world objects, like we know there's trillions and God only knows how many atoms holding this stand up, but they're hyperspatial. In other words, if we were like, what is the size of an atom? Let's say it was the size of a football field. They would say the nucleus would be the size of an orange. And then not only it, the electron cloud, y'all remember biology class? The, the electron cloud around a single atom would be the size of a small city like Boone. So what does that mean? It means there's a lot of space in all these atoms. Well, this is blowing our minds because... How can something that holds substance together have a lot of space? What is holding the atoms in the right proximity? Like, why doesn't it just melt? I mean, if there's that much space, what is going on? So they begin to try to study what is holding atoms in their right proximity so the neutron and the proton just don't cave in if there's so much space and there's trillions of them in this. Guess what? They found out what it was. It's called electromagnetic material or matter or light. So guess what? There's light holding this thing together, keeping it from collapsing. I mean, your blood is nothing but coagulated light. Is that cool or what? And how is the light getting in there? How is light holding atoms together, which is holding this together? They don't know, but we do. All right, so let's look at it. Here we go. This next scripture right here. This is when God, first few scriptures in the Bible, the very first thing he said, and God said, let there be light. And there was light, and God saw the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. Now, here's what's cool. This was day one of creation. 
Day four is when he created the sun. Okay, everybody, like, mind blowed, mind blowed. Okay, God spoke, let there be light, and with it created all that we see and all that we are. Now, I'm telling you, that's cool. Now, okay, y'all ready to go a little deeper? Y'all nod so I can go on. Okay, go a little bit deeper. Let me explain a very strange phenomena in quantum physics. It's called quantum entanglement. Anybody here ever heard of that? Raise your hand. A few people. Awesome. Man, we need to talk afterwards. Seriously. All right, so what is quantum entanglement? Well, if you take two atoms and you allow them to combine so that the particles begin to interact with one another, they strangely connect or entangle in a process called correlation. The internal parts of the atom begin to get interconnected in a way that science can't explain. It's possible to link two particles in a single, in, in two atoms, like a photon, that they become supernaturally entangled. Okay? Now, as a thought experiment, let's say you took one of those atoms and you put it in New York, and you took another one of those atoms and you put it in London. If you change the spin of one particle, like let's say in London, the one in New York completely changes spin. And they've done this time and time and time again. They are interconnected or entangled in a way that we cannot understand. Okay, if this sounds mind-boggling and you're out there going, what? Good, okay. So are, so are all scientists. Albert Einstein and a guy, uh, if y'all remember, Nathan Rosen and Boris Polensky, he they all called it spooky distance at, 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 at a distance. Spooky, spooky action at a distance. They couldn't understand. How can you change the spin of one particle in an atom and simultaneously it changes in this one? Over and over and over. It's like they're interconnected or entangled. What has this got to do with anything? Well, here's the point. For you to have spiritual health, you realize you're made of two substances, the natural substance and the spiritual substance. Are you more entangled with the things of this world or the things of God? That's going to determine your spiritual health. That's going to determine it. So I'm going to give you three ways to really have spiritual health. And these are so important. You guys make sure you get them. If you're taking notes, usually I have all the scriptures come up. Today I'm not because there's so many. I'm just going to have to fly all over the place. So um, here we go. How to have spiritual health. There's the quantum entanglement thing. Number one, if you're going to have spiritual health, you got to be born of the Spirit. God's original intent when he said, let there be light, is that every single inch of creation would be entangled with his glory. But when we fell, and you can find this in Genesis 3.17, sin entered the earth. And not only did mankind fall, humans fall, humans fell, but so did all of creation. All of creation fell with us, and ever since, creation has been decaying, okay? But to keep us from being trapped forever in sin's entanglement, God did something so amazing. He became entangled in our world. 
It says it like this in John 1, verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling with us. In other words, Jesus being God, he's God. He came and took on, took on the nature of, of us, humans. He became a human. Why? To free us from sin's entanglement. Why? So that we could be restored from the from the fallen state. In John 3, he says it like this. I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of come, uh, the kingdom of God, unless he be born of water, talking about natural, and born of spirit, talking about spiritual. We all need desperately to be born of spirit so that you can be a whole human being. That's what we need. Okay, now when we give our lives to Jesus, something amazing happens. We become entangled with his death. We become entangled with his burial. And we become entangled with his resurrection. And he gave, he gave us this beautiful act of obedience in order to bring that into being. It is called water baptism. And what happens when you are water baptized, something amazing happens. I'm going to read it out of Romans 6, verse 3. It says, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? You were baptized into his death. Why? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death that in, order, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, you too may have a new life. You know what that means? That means his life is your life. That means his resurrection is your resurrection. Let's read on. For if we have been united with him in his death like this, we're certainly going to be united in his resurrection. We are entangled with Jesus. Anybody want to sign up for that? Me, I do. What does it mean? His death, your death. His life, your life. His victory over sin, our victory over sin. His victory over fear, our victory over fear. His victory over lust, our victory over lust. His victory over sickness, our victory over sickness. We are supernaturally, spiritually entangled. I love it. And people might say, well, how's that possible? I just gave you an example in the natural. All right, let's go to our next one. The next one, be filled in the spirit. So number one, if you want spiritual health, you got to be born of spirit. And we'll give you an opportunity to do that. And then you can be filled in the Holy Spirit. All right, so after we're born of the Spirit, something amazing happens. We become entangled with His Spirit so that the, His Spirit actually fills our spirit and we are born of Spirit. What that means is that you're no longer held in this dimension of sin. You are instantaneously entangled and made new in God. So when the Holy Spirit moves, you move. When you pray, the Spirit prays through you. When, when you get convicted, God never convicts you to put all that shame. By the way, we don't do that shame stuff around here, okay? This is a no shame zone, okay? No shame zone. But when God convicts you, it's because the Spirit is inside you. you. Guys, listen to this scripture. Listen to this. The Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead, Romans 8, 11, is living in you. What? 
who's living in you. And it, what will happen? It says, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body. Now, it goes even deeper. John 14, Jesus said this, I'm going to ask the Father to give you a counselor. He's the Holy Spirit. And the world cannot accept him. And you know the world doesn't accept him. You know why? Because it's like... It's not tangible, but we know from science that that it's the unseen realm that communicates reality in the seen realm. Y'all remember that old movie, The Matrix? Okay, y'all see that movie? It's like The Matrix. What happens in the spirit determines what happens in this world. Y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but it's, it's just so awesome. I believe that the spiritual world is truer than this world. People go, well, I, you can't see. Like, if you go outside today, hopefully, man, it's been raining and some boon, isn't it? Man, I just can't. Are the animals going to start lining up two by two? If they are, we're in trouble, everybody. So, but if you go outside and you look up, hopefully we've got that beautiful mountain sky, you know, that crisp, beautiful air, you'll see blue. And you go, hey, guess what? The sky's blue. No, it's not. Get you a prism and hold up. You'll see the full spectrum of light shining up on a wall. They say they, the, the, the sky is actually violet. It's just your eyes, the cones in your eyes, the retinas can't pick up the blue li- uh, that light. Blue's the dominant light. So we have unseen determining what is seen. Now listen to this scripture. It says, Jesus in John chapter 14, he says, the world cannot accept him, but it neither sees him, doesn't see him, or knows him. Look at this. But you know him. How do we know him? Because he lives in you. And he'll be with you. On that day, you will realize that I, listen to this, I am in the Father. You are in me. I am in you. We're entangled with the living God. Y'all, I'm pretty excited about that. I want to start dancing, you know what I'm saying? I do. We're entangled with them. Let's go to our final one. Live according to the Spirit. So number one, be born of Spirit. Number two, be filled by Spirit. Number three, live by the Spirit. Okay, in Romans 8, verse 5 through 6, those who live according to the flesh or, or the natural world have their mind talked about that in the last two weeks, set on what the flesh desires. But those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. Okay, so I got a question for you, especially in the midst of all this chaos and craziness with COVID and, oh man, the racism issues that are just real and we repent of all that and just pray to God, God, heal our land. But are your mind, is your mind set more on earthly things or more on spiritual things? It's our choice. Okay, especially with this thing about fear, okay? Look, y'all know, look, everybody's social distance in here. We're, you know, we gave a mask and took temps and everybody came in. But, and I, and I say, we want to be really wise to mitigate the spread. I'm, I'm not one of these that say, you know, it's nothing. Okay, obviously you can tell. But we cannot allow fear to overwhelm us. And right now there's a contagion of fear that is spreading. But the scripture says, perfect love cast out fear. 
And right now, I believe God's calling us to walk and live according to the Spirit. Hebrews 12.1, it says it like this. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. We need to be set free from this. We need to be set free from this. Now, part of living according to the Spirit is understanding your spiritual position. This is going to be like wild, okay? Hang with me. Your spiritual position. Listen to Ephesians 2.6. God raised us up with Christ and seated us in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? It means that though we're here in body, natural, we're seated up there. What does that mean? It means that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you have access to release what's up there down here. You're a conduit of his power. Inside you, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is inside you. And you have access to the heavenly realms. This is why Jesus said, when you pray, here's what you want to do. Pray, may your kingdom come on the earth as it is in heaven. So though you go to class or though you go to work or though you're in your family or trying to teach your kids through homeschool, we're here but we have access to there. We are portals of the presence of the living God. And if there's a bunch of evil in the world, and right now there is, the scripture says, do not be overcome by evil, but you overcome evil by doing good. So what that says to me is that evil is spreading throughout the entire world. We need some good released. So in your heart, you... You've got this ability to go on your campus, to go into your work, to go in your family and release the spirit of the living God. Boy, I'm telling you, that is something to be super, super excited about. You have the keys of the kingdom to be able to unlock, unlock these realities. Okay, to unlock them. So now the question is, living according to the spirit, how do we activate it like a cell phone? You know, a cell phone is no good until it's activated. Well, how do we activate the things of the Spirit? Well, what we believe, and the Scripture teaches it all the time, he teaches this, that the things of the Spirit are activated through your confession, through things you speak, especially in prayer. I believe there's a new anointing on us to talk about believers in Jesus, to release prayer. And in so doing, release the kingdom of God. Release the kingdom of God. So what were we asking you to do? Jesus says it like this. Whatsoever things you ask for, believe that you've received them and they'll be yours. So what are you asking for in prayer? What are you believing for in prayer? There's so much there. So much there. All right, the final thing I want to say, because we're out of time, because we have abbreviated service, um, is one of the things that God's calling us to do is to be entangled in community. And this is beautiful. Let me read John 17, verse 20. It's absolutely beautiful. My prayer is not for them alone. He's talking, he's praying for us. He's praying for all of us. That all of them may be one. Father, just now listen to this carefully. Just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us. Wow. 
that the world may believe that you have sent me. I love that. Entangled, just so close, so intimate with one another. God is wanting to call all of us to become entangled in community. Why? So that this world that so desperately needs some Jesus. Oh, you getting this? It's desperately needing some Jesus. Our connection, our entanglement lets them know Jesus is alive. Let's stand, everybody. Let's stand. Father, we love you. We praise you. And we give you glory. If there's anyone here today and you don't know what it means, like what is it, how do you become born of the Spirit? Well, what you do is super easy. You just ask God. You just pray. And when you do that, your spirit's going to be awakened. And he will come. And he actually lives with you. Is there anyone here today? I will not bring you to the front or embarrass you in any way. I just want you to, if you need to give your heart to Christ, or oh Lord, I need to come back to you. I need you desperately. Just would you raise your hand, anybody, just to God, if you need to come to him today, anyone at all, anyone at all today, I'll give you a chance. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. the very end of our service, we're going we're gonna to exit. And if you raised your hand or you want to give your heart to Christ, we're going to have people out in front praying for you. And so underneath that uh, awning that you came in, so just feel free to go there. Now, Lord, we say, Father, make us one. Make us with you, Father. Entangle us with your Holy Spirit. And I pray for all of us that we would have health in the Spirit especially in the days that we live. Jesus, you're wonderful. We love you so much. Amen. Let's give him praise, y'all. Could we give him praise? Amen. 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 You guys are awesome. So, hey, don't forget tonight, 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock, we'll be at Valley Cruces Park. It's a beautiful mountain park. And uh, you can get directions outside. Also, we're not going to have any food because of covid so bring your own food and drink. It's a beautiful place. And uh, listen, make it a great day. Okay, so at this time, if you guys would exit from starting in the back and, uh, and just maintain social distance as best we can. God bless you guys. Make it a great day. Okay, make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To find out more about our ministry, visit hhcboone.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Harvest House Church Boone.